What is manual mode? Do I really have to learn how to use it? Hi and welcome to episode 88 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Before I go on, if you have a question you would like me to answer, just go to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Here is the answery bit. In manual mode in photography, you set the aperture, shutter speed and ISO manually. In manual mode, when you take a photo, the exposure is determined by what you tell the camera to do. The camera has no influence over the exposure achieved. Manual mode is used by photographers who want complete and creative control of the exposure of an image. That is manual mode in a nutshell. Let's dive into this. Why are there so many modes on cameras? Well, there are, aren't there? A ridiculous number. Um, I've done a previous episode on this. Sorry, I didn't write down the number, but check through my back catalogue and you'll find a podcast episode. But basically, there are so many modes on cameras to cater for the different levels of photographers and the massive range of scenes that people photograph. There are automatic, semi-automatic and manual modes. Why do photographers use manual mode? Photographers use manual mode when they want to control the exposure using their own combination of aperture, shutter and ISO. Photographers use manual mode in challenging lighting scenes and when their creative requirements mean that the exposure set by the camera will not get the image that they want. Does manual mode only involve aperture, shutter and ISO? Basically yes, manual mode only affects aperture, shutter and ISO. Nothing else changes. Um, Yeah, before I go on, a quick word on ISO. ISO, which is the sensitivity of the camera's sensor to light, is set by the user in many modes, not only manual. But there are some automatic modes when the camera will change the ISO, though. So what is the exposure triangle? The exposure triangle is the relationship between shutter speed, how long the shutter is open and the sensor exposed to light, Aperture, the size of the opening in the camera lens that lets light into the sensor. And ISO, the sensitivity of the sensor to light. Now I'll list some related podcast episodes later where I explain this in more detail. Well, just enough detail, of course. So how do you do manual photography? Well, first you set the ISO. You press the shutter release halfway, which takes a meter reading the light. You choose the aperture and shutter that give you the image that you want. And it's that simple. Do professional photographers use manual mode? Some do, some do not. I would imagine that most do some of the time when conditions dictate, but there will be many who never do, and there will be some who only ever use manual. As always in photography, it depends. Does manual mode affect white balance? No, white balance is set separately. What do I do? Well, I use AV mode. I select the ISO and the aperture, and the camera selects the shutter speed that gives the correct exposure according to the camera meter and what is being photographed. Why do I not use manual mode then? Why indeed? Well, basically, because I want the easiest, quickest way to get my exposure right. See, for my work, aperture is the most important thing that I want control of. And the ISO I use is always the ISO on my Canon 6D to get the highest quality and no noise in my images. I also take 99% of my commercial photo... Commercial? That's a new word, isn't it? I take 99% of my commercial photos on a tripod, so I'm not concerned about the shutter speed. I use AV mode, which gives me all the control I need and means I do not need to worry about the exposure, meaning I can concentrate on the composition and keeping my clients happy. What mode should you shoot in? That's you being the listener, not me. I always get confused by that. Whatever mode you feel comfortable with. If you want to shoot in program mode, program mode? (laughs) If you want to shoot in program mode, then that is up to you. 
but this is the point of manual mode. Sure, you don't have to use manual mode, but you should learn how to use it. It will help you understand the exposure triangle, the relationship between aperture and shutter and ISO, and it also gets you thinking differently as well. It has been said many times that to be a proper photographer, yes, I'm using air quotes here, to be a proper photographer, you have to take photos in manual mode. You have to take photos in manual mode. Nonsense. Utter nonsense. I don't, and I'm a professionally qualified photographer. I use AV mode. I select the ISO and the aperture, and the camera selects the shutter speed. I'm using an exposure determined by the camera. If I need to use manual, I will, but I very, very rarely have to. To be perfectly honest with you, I cannot remember the last time I used manual. If you use manual mode and follow what the camera tells you to do, that's not a whole heap different really, is it, from using, say, AV mode. So you could say you're using manual mode, but do what the camera says, and you're doing virtually the same thing. You're just changing one more thing yourself. So no, you do not have to use manual mode. If you do, that's great. If you prefer to use manual mode, that's up to you. But I use the mode that works for me, with the perfect balance of control by me and exposure determined by the camera. I'll say it again. If you're happy in program mode or whatever automatic mode or mode you use, then that is just fine. Do not listen to anyone who tells you it is not. But again, I will repeat myself. If you want to learn photography and develop your skills, then you should learn how to use manual mode. Learning manual mode is giving yourself practical training in the exposure triangle, one of the fundamentals of photography. Okay, my one-line summary. You do not have to use manual mode on every photo, but you should learn how manual mode works and in turn the exposure triangle. This will give you a better understanding of exposure that will help you develop as a photographer. If you're happy using program mode and you're not bothered about learning photography and you're not bothered about developing skills in photography, you just want to get out there and take photos, absolutely fine. You crack on and good for you. It's more important that people go out and take photos than it is that they use manual mode. People can use manual mode, get confused, get bad images, poor quality, incorrect exposure and give up. And we don't want that. We don't want people giving up because of technical problems. We want people to go out and take photos. We want people to practice, 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 take photos, get better. And that might encourage somebody who had no interest in manual to get to know it. And once you learn how to use manual, it opens up a whole world of new possibilities that you wouldn't have known existed. Okay, then related episodes. Well, here are some related episodes that will help you build on what I've told you in this episode. Episode four. What is the exposure triangle episode 21 what does exposure mean in photography episode 27 that was a rerun of episode 4 which I was not happy with that is what is the exposure triangle revisited I had a feeling once that episode 4 was rubbish and um, I just redid it and did it better I think my script was rubbish and it wasn't explaining things very well so it's episode 27 is a good one actually so I can recommend that which isn't saying that all my other episodes are rubbish and also before I waffle too much episode 31 what are the different camera modes okay that's just some stuff that you will find helpful like i say so next episode well i'm continuing my series of episodes where i'm really getting down to fundamental photography things that i want to explain episode 89 camera shake what is it and how do i stop it happening Now, camera shake ruins photos, so it is important that you know what it is and how to avoid it. So I'll tell you in this episode. Good news is there are easily learned fixes that don't cost any money that get rid of camera shake. Okay, then. I've just noticed there is a huge amount of notes on this episode on the script, which is missing. Oh, well, it's got the time down, hasn't it? Which can't be a bad thing. 
My shout out for this week is, I haven't got anybody to give a shout out to. We spoke about this in the last episode, didn't we? Where I've asked for your engagement, but to be fair, I am recording this one immediately after the last episode because that's what I do to get ahead of myself. So um, hopefully I'm being inundated as we speak with requests for shout outs and questions for me to answer on my small but perfectly formed podcast talking of which i'm done so i'd just like to say thank you for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast to find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me check out photography explained podcast.com forward slash start this episode was brought to you by the power of water i've been rick mcavoy thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me less than 11 minutes of your valuable time and i will see you on the next episode cheers from me rick My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.